homophiliacs. It's Matt McConkie. I'm alone. I know I'm not with Dave. I don't like it. You don't like it. But I will keep this quick. Because uh, our interview this week, you will get both of us. You'll get an amazing guest. You'll get all of it. Right now, I'm up in Vancouver. I'm shooting a pilot up here. It's been really fun. I will catch up with Dave and uh, fill him in on all the adventures here when I'm back. Um, but I will tell you, Nene Leakes is in the cast. Queen Lanethia herself from Real Housewives of Atlanta, of course, which is a dream of dreams. And she has been so delightful, and I am head over heels in love with her. We're having so much fun. I'm about to shoot a scene where she's on a spin bike, and she just she really came to play. And uh, I will tell you, like we had our cast dinner, and uh, before we started shooting, and I hadn't gotten like the you know I'm like thirstily craving her attention and her approval and all of that. And I've got you know I had like talked with her obviously, but I hadn't like gotten in there with her. So the cast dinner, I was like, now's my move. And I have one Negroni for, for courage. I drink that. I'm like, Nini, can I just ask you like about Housewives? Is that weird? She's like, oh, please, of course. I have two Negronis. Then we're starting to really get into it. I'm like, what's going on with Marlo and Eva's fight? What, she's telling me how she doesn't let the cameraman into her closet. I have three Negronis. I'm like, why did you bring Phaedra to Andy's baby shower? What happened? You know, who, which housewives, do you, which, which cast members do you need to go? Who do you love? Who do you not love? She gave me everything I wanted and more. Uh, so I'm, I'm truly levitating. And speaking of levitating, you are all going to have an out-of-body experience with this week's guest, who is comedian Lisa Traeger. Uh, if you don't know her comedy, do a deep dive online. Go see her live. She is so, so funny and... She truly delivers in this interview. We had such a blast talking to her, and you're going to have so much fun listening to her. Dave and Dana and Ryan, I miss you all. I love my sweet, sweet earwolf babies, and I miss you, and I will be back so soon. In the meantime, everybody, enjoy Lisa Traeger. Friends, we are back with Lisa Traeger. Hello. Hi, Lisa. Oh, yay. Yay. So happy to be here. You've got all your beverages. You've got yeah. your new Marilyn Monroe pins. Yes. Thank you, Wizard Pins. Thank We're going you. through a, a big pile of enamel pins. Yeah, it's the trend of the century. I love it. Yeah. All the icons like Dwight from The Office uh-huh. and a quote that says, I draw bad circles. A lot of references we don't get. Yeah. But you know what we But do then get? Bowie, he's an icon. Bowie's iconic. Mm-hmm. Bowie is iconic. Uh, yeah. And Prince, which Dave is wearing. Yep. And um, Heisenberg from uh, Breaking Bad, the sketch, the bad sketch. And Marilyn. All of your favorites. Which Lisa is wearing. Yeah, mm-hmm. my mom, I grew up on Marilyn Monroe. Um, my mom's obsessed, so we have all the gear. Mm. The books, Talking frame stuff. All the gear. Yeah, just like whatever we can get, the magnets. Sure. Like if we, we saw Marilyn Monroe's shit, that's what we would give her. Do okay. you have a family theory on her passing? Um, no, we don't get into that. Oh, you don't get it. No, my mom doesn't. She's a little naive in that way. Like uh. when John Travolta, the massaging came out, like she had no idea he was gay. Like just couldn't even fathom that he was someone that was gay. Yeah. Was John like, Travolta, the massaging? No, yeah. The, the, <laughs> I, I, there was a man that claimed during a massage that he got harassed by Travolta. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it was like breaking news to my mother. Mm-hmm. Like she couldn't even believe it. She's naive. 
Wow. But I think the government killed her. Okay. I do too. Interesting. Yeah. And I love the Kennedys, except for what they did there. And when the other one drove a girl into the yeah the water. And then there I'm was just the not even the familiar. I just Ooh. know the Kennedys most from Carol from New York Housewives. Sure. Well, that okay, was, that's a great place for us <laughs> sure. to start. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a Housewives head? Yeah, and I do want to say I saw her and Bethany at the airport after they came back from the Galapagos, and I followed them into the bathroom, and Carol did not wash her hands. Oh, this was after the, the wow. trip This was like a long, season. long time ago. Yeah, so I was in the airport, and I saw them and followed them. Wow. And they were, they were having, I mean, they did go to the bathroom together. Yes. Which that's, that's, yeah, they were friends at this oh, point. And then this it, is years ago. Years. This, okay. And then wildly, um, you know, Dennis has recently um, died. Right. But I was once kitty corner from him in first class, but there was like bad weather. So we got stranded in Detroit and they wouldn't let me into the lounge because I didn't have the card. But I usually with a premium ticket, you can go in. Yeah. And he threw down his Black American Express and said he would pay for me to go in. Ooh, and wow. Yeah. All right, Dennis. And then he kept lifting his shirt, though, and showing me his abs, which is a little goofy. But it was it was a cool moment. Wow. Yeah, I kept trying to hang out with them, and they kept – I could tell they didn't want me around, but I yeah. just – there was no way I was going to leave did, them alone. Did you know that he was – Yes. And then he family. asked, he goes, who are your favorite housewives? Oh, boy. And yeah. your answer was? I pretend I didn't know who he was. So I was like, oh, God, it's hard. It's between Bethany and Carol for me. Mm, is that still the truth? Well, I heard from Bravo insiders that Carol's a bitch to crew and producers and treats the staff really poorly. So I used to love her forever and was, but you can't really like someone that's mean to crew. Yeah, this was a hard, a tough look on her this season all around. But no, because I, I think Bethany's evil. I do. I think she's a sociopath, like total. And she's case. your favorite at the same time. She was for a long time because she, you know, she's funny. She was the underdog. She was hot. Mm -hmm. um, I liked how silly she was. She was like pee in her wedding dress. Mm -hmm. But she is gross. Yeah, I mean, they, they all gross. kind of are. They all are. No, uh, no one's as like Ramona and Vicky to me are the worst people. Worst, but excluding um, Jersey, of course, Teresa and Joe. Right. Yeah. Terrible, terrible people. Yes. Vicky is. A I had a brief moment of uh, OC and uh, saw as much as I ever want or need to about uh, Vicky Gunvalson. Yeah. Truly like an unconvincing portrayer of a human being. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I just find it fascinating that she tries to have these moments that look like fun, but it really – no, She's usually wasted acting. when she's having oh, fun. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm, you know, someone who's been saying for a long time, like, that they should just no longer let – Trump supporters be housewives. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't think you deserve that platform, if you would call it a platform. Mm -hmm. If you, you know what I mean? For a network that is fully supported by women. Well, and that's why men. Bethany looked bad last season, too, or two seasons ago, was um, that Carol was so worried about the election and she kept dismissing Carol's fears. I mean, like, oh, mm -hmm. shut up. You're so annoying. She's so annoying. Um, so that was pretty shocking. Yeah, that was tough. And I just heard weird things about charity stuff. Like, the charity organization doesn't do things unless she can get press for it. I don't know. I just don't trust her. Yeah. But I am jealous. She got that amazing apartment for such a good deal. But Frederick, too, from Million Dollar Listing, said he would never work with her again. That wow. she was a nightmare. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Not I doubt he's, like, the easiest, but she really is gross. Yeah. What are you what are you watching when you're not in Housewives universe? And not not on Bravo at all. Yeah. Um so right now I am watching The Masked Singer. I oh, yeah. I okay. am in it. I haven't seen the new one this week, but I love it. I can't wait to see who everyone is. Yeah. Um so I'm excited about that. But I watch truly everything. What am I, I I've been watching Daria on a loop 
Um, okay. It's been on. It's new on Hulu. Oh, wow. So I've been watching that over and over. The and voice over of Darden again. is a good friend of mine, and I'm really? still starstruck by her. Cool. Yeah, Who is it's the voice nuts. of, Di- of Darden. Name's Tracy Grandstaff. Oh. Uh, she was a writer. Uh, at uh, at MTV and started writing on Daria and they used her as like the scratch vocal and then uh, during Beavis and Butthead and then it just kind of stuck. Way to go. I mean, that show is more relevant to me now than it ever was yeah. and it yeah. holds up and it's so smart and she's so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, I'm also obsessed, this isn't television, but I'm obsessed with Cardi B right now as the sure. world, as the whole world should be. Have you seen the remix of her, uh, her one minute uh, sort of Instagram no, but I saw Bowen Yang f- uh, oh, do his lip sync to it, and perfect. it is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's so good. Perfect. It's one of the iconic monologues of our time. It already. is. It is. Um, yeah, well, the day before she did that one was my favorite. She was in the car talking about Trump again, but she said some people don't want to be Ariel. They want to be Ursula. Ooh. And I thought that was so cute and smart. Where it's was like, she talking about herself or was she talking no, about, about Trump? She goes, Trump. he doesn't want to be good. Like, stop. He wants yeah, yeah, to yeah. be evil. Like, some people don't want to be it's just hard for me to compare him to Ursula because Ursula is such an icon. Do I yeah. genuinely do root for him? Yeah. Not a perfect metaphor, but <laughs> I love Cardi. But it's too. useful. It's useful. I hope Gaga doesn't get to play Ursula, though. That's my one. I love Gaga, but that was annoying. She's like gunning for the live action role of Ursula. Oh, really? It's like, give it to someone fat. Come on. Yeah. It's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> just like. Yeah. You don't need that, and they don't need you. No. Right? Like yeah. they'll both be fine. Can we can we back up to the mask singer yes. for a moment? Yeah. I watched did you watch it, Matt? Just the first one. Okay. Yeah, I only watched the first one. <laughs> and um all of it is so forced that I can't I can't believe it. Like Yeah, their guesses are weird when they're like, Maybe it's Diana Ross. And no, it's it like, is Diana it? Ross no, is it's not she doing this. Doing no, the it's mask not. Singer. No, it's, it's I w- I do wish their guesses were more C list guesses. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the one unveiling that I did see it was I might have said this before, but it was like a it was someone where they were like it must be Bieber or whatever, and it was like a random athlete that <laughs> Antonio they did not Brown. Seem to, yeah, I yeah. was like I don't know who that is. Well, so the second episode it was um, either Cheech or Chong, the one with glasses, Chong, Chong. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I think one of them's Paris Hilton or Rumor Willis and Vulture wrote about it. And then I do hope T Pain is the monster, and I hope he wins. Oh, because I do love T Pain. I think um, one of them is Donny Osmond. Yes, called the that peacock. Right away. Okay, um, <laughs> I think so it's just the whole thing is so is pitched so high that it is crazy. Like even the audience cutaways. Yeah, like people are like, who, who, like <laughs> they're not behaving the way that people behave. Nobody talked about yeah, it. Yeah. No, yeah, they don't know. <laughs> people don't know how TV's made for sure. Because no. now when you watch it, it's like they obviously did a. Everyone looks shocked. Mm-hmm. Go all right. Yeah. Look like you're thinking about who it is. So that is goofy. Yeah. Yeah. But then all those people are like, I want to be a meme. You know oh. what I mean? So they're really playing it up, and it just doesn't. I just, I truly. Um, Want to know who's in the? I want to know who they are. I'm not. I in, can't give up. In the promos, they used uh, Christina Aguilera's voice. Yes, they did. Which, like, a no, she's not going to do it. <laughs> and B, the most recognizable Have shouty you seen voice. This, yeah. this is ever. like an internet meme thing, but it's. Um, it's a picture, and then underneath it goes, how disgusting that men – they thought it was drag race. So it's like, what a time that men dress like this. This is sickening. And then the comment was, that's Christina Aguilera. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Christina Aguilera. Oh, Christina. <laughs> I have a poster of her still in my childhood bedroom when I go back to my parents' house. Oh, yeah? And I saw her in Justin Timberlake tour, and Dirty is one of the best albums ever, and it sucks that she started to suck. 
It's now, unfortunate. Let's let's get into it. When did she begin to suck? I think she training? became too desperate to do the trend or like reinvent or she just stopped being authentic to herself. And who I don't think Dirty was authentic to her. She just didn't have a point of view. Yeah. She was just too desperate to do whatever she thought people I bet producers just told her what to do. Yeah. I don't like she lost her heart. Mm. But Dirty was everything to me. Oh, Dirty's yeah. great. I remember I wore the t-shirt with the cover on it to school and my social studies teacher or history. Um, she said, please don't wear that again. And I went, why? And she goes, because the laces on the jeans look like pubic hair. And I went, okay. And then I walked away. <laughs> okay. Not a terrible point. Yeah. Really specific, interesting observation. And yeah. she was older. It was just, I will never forget it. And I think she had dentures. So just like, I just. Always in my brain that that happened. I, what are, oh, sorry, she just no. became too competitive and desperate. I just don't think she's a genuine person. Because right, yeah. have you seen the video, like, someone sneezed and she got mad at them? No. It's the best video. She's doing an interview, probably some press junket, and someone sneezed off camera. And she goes, did you just really sneeze? I'm, like, so annoyed right now. Oh. I just, like, can't. And she was just mad that this man sneezed. Did you, <laughs> do you, are you having a body right now? <laughs> yeah. But I was yeah. happy when she had a kid. I don't know. I don't know when it all went away. But Bionic Woman, like Shark Tales, that's where it went. The Shark, shark Tales? That's what turn. Was that the movie? Shark. Like when Finding Nemo. Shark Tale? Yeah, yeah, it was like a cartoon. Will Smith played a shark. Yes. She did the song for it. I'm right. going to oh. say that's when it started to go downhill. That's when it tipped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Interesting. It was one of those ants bug life situations sure, where Finding Nemo came out and Shark Tale. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, gotcha. she found it. Oh, there we go. And the fish looks like Will Smith. It does. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, <laughs> that rings sounds, a that looks bell. sort of familiar. Oh, you know what I watched yesterday? What'd you watch The Fire Festival documentary on Hulu. Oh, I can't wait. That's the good one. Yeah, because what you learn in the Hulu one is fuck Jerry had a lot to do with the marketing and like making it a big deal. And Mm. fuck Jerry's producing with Vice, the Netflix one. So it's going to have a little bit of a lean, I'm sure, to distance themselves away. Didn't didn't the Hulu one also get interviews with the dude? Yes, because this, I mean, this is all rumors, but I heard it's because Netflix wouldn't pay anyone and um, Hulu paid this dude to be on it. Yeah. And he's just like a. Con, con He's man, a con man, a hundred percent con artist. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a good documentary. That because was... I really wanted to sleep last night, and I have watched the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Stayed awake. So okay. you didn't make it to Firefest <laughs> as, as an as a in person. I don't want to go to any music festivals anymore unless I'm VIP. Oh, unless yeah, I'm performing, yeah, I have a lanyard, and I'm treated well. I'm not going. No, they're terrible. Hey, I would love to know, besides uh, Christina and Justin, other concerts you saw, All formative concerts as yeah. a kid. Oh, formative. Well, my first was Backstreet Boys. <gasps> what year? Um, Millennium Tour, when Millennium they came Tour. in on the boards. Sure. Um, I also went to the Black – I mean, I went to A.J. McLean's solo tour when he was Johnny No Name. I'm sorry. I don't even know this. <laughs> this is the deepest cut. Literally every piece of information you can give me about this. So you remember when he became a bad boy, bad boy, like badder than he should have been? I, I don't know. And he was like a full alcoholic at this point, I think, but I was still a teen, so I was in it. Um, and he played a lot smaller venues, but on their break, he went on a solo tour and his alter ego was Johnny No Name. And my I had no fucking friends, so my brother-in-law took me and he was horrified. Um, and yeah, it was just him singing covers and acting like a bad boy. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What cover, like what kind of covers? I don't remember. Okay. I really don't. But I do still have a photo album of the concert at oh, home. But man. I don't remember any. So did you go to it? I, I feel I like did you not go. Okay. Because like, you like, seem I like did not you know go, what's happening. But I 
fully remember this. Okay. I'm a huge Backstreet Boys fan. Yeah, yeah. It's like a very excited. I'm wow. going to a concert in August when they come, or they're Amazing. coming in LA in August, like the oh, new tour. I gotta get tickets to that. But now. it's gotta, that's gotta be a you know they're in a new outing. Doritos commercial with Chance the Rapper. Oh, that's cool. big that. for them. That's I think. great for them. Super Bowl ad. I don't know. It might be. I just saw it on the internet. I just I love them so much. I still yeah. don't. I don't care that they're like old. No, <laughs> old, I like hard quotes better. old. You know what I'm saying? If you're a boy band and then you're like in your 40s, it's like a little weird. But they like. I just I don't like want them to have to get day jobs again. Like mm-hmm. I'm happy that they're pumping it out. They're mm-hmm. fully working, like and fine. And they'll never need day jobs. No, I think are they're you sure? Okay. Oh, I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. You're worried about their finances. <laughs> they're fine. They're fine. Yeah, I, I mean, they got okay. They got screwed, but they are also. Oh my fine. god! Did you watch the documentary? <gasps> Which the Backstreet Boy documentary on Netflix? No. It was weird because they were talking about Lou Pearlman's home, but uh-huh. it was clearly a pedophile's home. They're like, "Yeah, we watched fun movies and there was games and lots of candy, but it's weird." Yeah, it's yeah. not. There's, it wasn't yeah. a good description of Lou's house. They yeah. skirt around that documentary is amazing. By the way, I just have to say it's so good and so worth it. But they skirt around. They're clearly nodding that like stuff went down and it's like they probably just don't want that right. to get like drudged up and be like super dramatic, dramatic or something. Yeah, because none of the none of the boy band members have come forward and specifically been like he touched me. Yeah, right. Not I mean, I'm wrong? sure they're really? embarrassed. I mean, it seems you know? like he he had to. Have. Yeah. And he created in sync. Yeah, right. and so, tons of others. Yeah. Tons of others. But they're direct competition. It's mm-hmm. so weird. He repped both of them. He literally created yeah, both created to both. just compete against each other. It's so oh. crazy. I love Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I had floor. I had like the floor to ceiling posters. Sure. I'd go to Claire's and um, all the t- CD stores, buy everything. Um, yeah, I was I was a full fandom. Piggy banks, uh, pillows. I went bowling with Howie D for lupus. I went to that at the House of Blues in Chicago. Did you get to interact? Um, I gave him a purple stuffed animal. Well, I gave him, no, that was a different one. I gave him an elephant with a letter. And then I do remember being like, tell Nick Carter I say hi, you know? Um, Howie was not. But I, I still to this day have autographed bowling shoes. Um, that I won off the raffle that are Howie D. But there was one tour where we had floor seats, and I was so excited. I went with my mom and sister, and the bridge went down, and they walked on the bridge. Uh And I had this purple bear for Nick Carter with a letter, and I would throw it. It hit the bar, and it fell back. But he saw that I was trying to get it to him, and he, like, turned, looked at me. I mean, I couldn't believe it. He caught the bear. I was in ecstasy. And then Howie D was just throwing the animals back, and I saw my purple bear fly through the night back into the crowd. (laughs) So I was hysterically crying, and my sister, God bless her, went and got the let found who got the bear to get the letter back because she knew it was humiliating, and um, found the letter for me. Oh, wow! That's a sister. Yeah. What was the gist of the letter? I'm sure it was a love letter type thing. Mm -hmm. I wish I saved things better, but I'm yeah, love letter. I'm sure. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to? I had a pink halter. To, this concert too. They had a um, the radio station was B ninety six. So if you were the most B ninety six BSB out, like you got to meet them. So my sister braided my hair to spell B ninety six with and put glow sticks in it. So like my head glowed B ninety six. I had a pink Backstreet Boys halter top. I mean, sicko. I don't know why my parents allowed this. I really don't. <laughs> They're great parents. To let me just fall. Yeah. I just wish they were like, you're probably just horny. I don't know, like, maybe go date someone. I was just so in love. I would leave the room to change because they were all looking at me. Yeah. So I changed in the bathroom. 
I, as an adult, was a camp counselor and entered a contest for, with WNCI radio station in Columbus where uh, if you uh, would do choreography to Bye 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 and the be- and the winners would get to go to an upcoming concert and meet them backstage and everything. And we came in second. Oh. What'd you get? Nothing? Nothing. They should have given you some gear. I, to be fair, I was blackout drunk by the time we okay. actually went on because I was so nervous, but wow. still know some of those moves, not to brag. Oh, I, we're going to see them during the break, <laughs> I hope. What is what is that when, when like a gajillion 10 to 12-year-old girls pack in and just shriek? Is that just puberty? I think happening? so. I think it's like boys being nice and romantic and sweet to you. Yeah. And um, they're cute. Okay. And they're cute. I I totally think it's like a budding sexual thing. I For did. sure. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to meet one of them as an adult? No. I've never no. No. One day. I feel like Well, Lisa. I hope so. <laughs> Here he comes with his shirt off. No, um Um, no, I would I would love to meet them and I hope uh one day I get to. Yeah. We'll see what I happens. I want that for you and that's very achievable. I, mean, I hope so, they're... but I, I'm going to be in Vegas this week, but they're not going to be there. I tried to get tickets. Yeah, so I'll eventually, I want to see them in concert again, because I've, I also went once to Ravinia, I don't know if you, but it's one of those venues where like, you just, you're on the grass, but you can't see the stage, you know, you mm-hmm. just put a blanket down. I did that. Love it. Who else? Backstreet Boys, who else? What are, what are the other formative concerts of these? I'm trying to, so because I miss Britney in her prime, I go to everything. So like, in the past few years, I've saw Adele, Gaga, um... What did I go to recently? I go to a lot. Um, oh, I used—I have a Red Hot Chili Pepper tattoo. I was a big Chili Pepper fan. Oh, okay. So those were pretty um, big moments for me. What else? I used to love concerts so much. Yeah, Chili Peppers, BSB. I don't know. How about now? Like, who who have you seen recently that you've loved? Celine Dion. Really? Ooh. She sounds perfect. Yeah? Perfect. She really took care of her voice. It's like, it's better than the CD. It's amazing. I really was. Does she happy. have a residency right now? In- At Caesars. Yeah. Yeah. God. It was really good. Um, well, I go to con, I spend money on concerts constantly. I'm kind of upset that I'm falling like blank right now. I mean, Lady Gaga, I thought was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think she- we're going to do a Vegas trip and do both because she's, she, there's a, there's two yes. shows back to back or something. Yeah. I think we're going to try to do awesome. Do one of those. Yeah. I want to go to JLo too. I was never a huge JLo fan, and then I saw her dance number for the Billboard Awards when she hosted, and I was like, all right, we got to mm. go. Gotta did you go. see JLo's new movie, by the way? No. Did you? I did. And? <laughs> I uh, I encourage everybody to see it. Support um, her. Well, I love that Lisa Remini and her are best friends Me too. For, like, in real life. Is yeah. that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And she's the best besties. part of the show. I mean, the movie. Wow. Total besties. I love, yeah, I love slip like Busy Phillips and uh, Michelle Williams being best friends. Mm-hmm, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I, yeah, I, I just, made, I, I'm happy that they have friends. I mean, that's what's good about Instagram. You can see who everyone's friends with. Uh-huh. So you really are. You want to, you want to make sure celebrities are taking care of their finances and taking care of their friendships. <laughs> that's what I've learned about you. <laughs> yeah, I want them to make. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. I'm like sad. I can't think of other concerts. I went to Aaron Carter. Oh wow! <laughs> How was that? Yeah. He had like an uh, an igloo themed stage. Okay. <laughs> a lot of ice. Yeah, um, what year is this? I think this is all throughout high school. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, you and I graduated in 05. No, okay. poor guy. Yeah, I think yeah he needs some help. Yeah. Um, we were talking about getting him for the show, and then yeah. that talk just kind of petered out. 
I bet he would be thrilled to get an offer. I bet he would. I bet he'd be fair. Oh, I can't oh, believe boy. I I just saw Erica Jane. Oh, I cannot I believe it that I'm sitting here being like, I know I go to concerts all the time. <laughs> Did yeah. you see it here? Um, no, I was um, at the Williamsburg Hall of Music. The full length of the concert, 35 minutes. And yeah. by the way, it was, that's all I needed. Perfect. <laughs> I think you got to do an hour. I do. I wish I got an hour, but. How much were tickets for 35 minutes? 45 bucks. I saw it here and they were taping Housewives. Oh, cool. So we saw all of the, the Kyles, the Renners. How good does Kyle look in person? Amazing. She's always wearing moo-moos and it's like, you're hot. Take off your clothes. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and she has, I think, new teeth, which I don't know. Her teeth were perfect before, but she has like reached a whole other level She's of She's a fucking perfection. babe. I wish she wasn't insecure all the time. That's crazy. It um, is. Like, what, did the other ones look a lot better than her? Like, what is her deal? I will say Rinna had, I truly didn't know who it was. I was like, who is that 20-something with a long pony? I, I we were I, My friend and I were like, is this a new housewife? What's going on? And then we realized it was Rinna. She looked really good. Wow. Damn. Really? Yeah. All of them were there except for Vanderpump. Okay. Maybe yeah. that means they're in a fight or she's, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's beefing with everyone, I think. No, but Erica, to me, I'm not into fake boobs or anything, but her, she's perfect in every way. Her tits, like her body is, she, I've never been so trans, like so happy. It was so cool. Yeah. But then in the 35 minutes, I do have to say there was enough time for each dancer to have their own time on stage with their name. So it wasn't even <laughs> Erica Jane the whole sure. time. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. like each dancer had at least two minutes on their own. Mm-hmm. And, and we got like, to see. She knows her audience. She knows that people want to see one of these hot guys. Oh, she is really funny, too. She goes, oh, and give it up for the guy who made the video. You know, that's the real show. Um, <laughs> so I like that she was a little self-aware in that way. Yeah. But that was really cool. She looks great. I mean, we were all so happy to be there. And some man recognized me. And so we got to be in the VIP section, which was only like one step up. Yeah. But it felt better than anything. Yeah. And we had two pregnant women with us. So I did feel like that knocked up scene where it's like. We, there's eight of us. Um, none of us are that hot, and uh, two of them are pregnant. But thanks. But you're VIPs. Yeah, we got to be up there. It um, was really cool. Let's take a quick break, and we'll sure. be right Already? back. Ready? All right. Let's talk about sex. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? I'm talking about in bed. Now you can increase your performance and get extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. And by the way, this is not just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants to enhance their performance in the bedroom. And as I always say, that's every guy. Blue Chew is prescribed online, ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So there's no in-person doctor's visit. There's no waiting in the pharmacy. Best of all, no more awkwardness. Blue Chew is made in the USA. And since it ships direct, it is cheaper than a pharmacy. So visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code HOMO. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code HOMO to try it free. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice. 
Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, EFTs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, trade your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Homophilia a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint. To help you build your portfolio, sign up at homophilia.robinhood.com. Never not funny. There is great stuff happening over on Never Not Funny. And now's the time to check it out. And if you don't know the show, comedian Jimmy Pardo jokes around with his guests. Sometimes they're famous, but always they're funny. They have a free-flowing conversation that's built around Jimmy's knack for always finding the funny. Recent guests include Darcy Carden, Alfred Molina, Chris Elliott. Then you have all these Earwolf favorites like Scotty Ackerman, Andy Daly, Janet Varney. And maybe you've heard of Sweet Sweet Dave Holmes. This week's guest is Stephen Merchant, who you know from The Office and extras in the new movie Fighting with the Family. Check out Never Not Funny on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, we have spent the break speculating about the health of one Aaron Carter. We I also, hope that he's the best. in my well. brain, um, rem- I saw Britney Spears in the fall at Radio City Music Hall with oh. Jake Wilson. I don't know if you're pals with him. Oh, uh, yes, oh, yes, yes. No, I, I know. Who yeah. Is. So, that's cool. and he's like, that's his number one. There's yeah, actually, wow. he's like so hot now as a grown man, but there's a photo of him. Um, and it's him as a teen dork with glasses at TRL while Britney is there. Oh, and wow. in like the background, and he just is such a dork. Like, it's such a glow up. I wonder moment. if Dave Holmes was in there with Brittany. I know. Might have been. Might have been. She, what I thing. can't believe you know all of them, but yeah, Brittany was, that was huge for me. Yeah. We got good seats too. Ooh, love it. And how was it? It was awesome. Um, it also, um, I don't, I didn't really listen to Into the Zone and her like newer, dancier one. So it kind of made me, and Femme Fatale, so it kind of made me like, oh yeah, I love these songs. So mm-hmm. then I revisited all the Britney that I have been not listening to. Right. And it was good. I mean, she's perfect. She kept fixing her ponytail like she was on volleyball team, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she kept looking at the monitor at herself. And I just like how human and real she is. Yeah. And yeah, and is. I learned that she keeps all her dancers on retainer all year round, which I respect and like because that's how the Taylor Katie feud happened. Yep. Because she took the dancers, but it's like, Taylor, if you want your fucking dancers, pay them all year round. And so um, once I learned Britney did that, I was just like, fuck off, T. Yeah. yeah I heard like she's that. coming out as bisexual in Rolling Stone. I heard that too. Wait, who? Wait. Taylor? Yes. I always, I think she's full gay. I think she's gay, but I, yeah. I, she's coming out as bi. I've heard <laughs> that, but I take it with a grain of salt. I think she's gay. Huh. Um, I heard she loved her fiddle player, but I think her and Carly Kloss fucked. I do. I yeah. think they're gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that tracks. What I had heard was, yeah, cover of Rolling Stone announcing bisexuality and engagement to Joe Alwyn. 
I don't know who that is. That's the current boyfriend. He's oh. in, uh, the favorite. And you can't say oh. okay. I mean, that's like so rude. But I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So rude. Don't announce bye and be with a boy. <laughs> yeah. that's how I feel. You can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, but uh, that is that is a, a I've heard whispers of that in my own self. I'm excited. I'm but excited. Only- she finally said something political. I mean, it's too late, but yeah. I'm happy with. it. I saw Taylor Swift 1989 tour. Yeah. And that was funny because I saw it in L.A., but the guests were back in St. Vincent, and I've never oh, wow. seen teens be more upset. Like, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. were livid. They all sat down. They were like, who the fuck are you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then it was John Legend, which was fun. That's good. Well, it's a lot. It's a lot of opening acts. Not opening. Um, you know that tour she kept bringing celeb friends. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. My favorite is the photo where it's all the supermodels and then Lena Dunham. Oh, that is, <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. That is an epic. That was peak Taylor girl squad yeah. mode. Yeah. But I, she is a mean girl. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Christina Aguilera did this too. It's like, I was picked on in high school. It's like, you're a fucking bitch and we know it. Yeah. There's no way you got picked on. Also, you didn't go to high school. Yeah. Right? No, I heard that she was horrific and made everyone sign NDAs and paid people off to not to not talk about what an awful person she was in high school. Who? Taylor. Ta- really? Wow. That she was, like, mean, like, told kids to kill themselves, like, was a real bad bitch. And you know what? If she owned that, I'd I'd respect it. No, she's singing a song called Mean about how everyone picked. I'm like, no. Because we had one girl that was just an ice skater. Uh-huh. And when she got to leave school early, we were pumped. Like, we were happy she got to ice skate. Like, I can't imagine them there being a pop star in our high school and us being like, fuck you. Like, I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't imagine teens being mad that they know someone famous and cool. Was, but who, maybe so, it's different teens. Who were you in high school? I, um... I really couldn't find myself. I was on the swim team and ba- well, I played basketball, but then I was swim team all year round. Um, but I did theater. I took it every semester and I did some plays. I tried to do some clubs. I really, I mean, senior year, I spent my lunch alone in the library or college resource center. But why? I had some fun. My friends were a year older that I was actually really connected to, and I just wasn't in a group. Like I had friends here and there, but I was just like lonely senior year for sure. Hmm. I got egged on Halloween. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Physically egged or how? Your yeah, house? yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically, yeah, egged? while dressed as Cinderella. Physically egged. Mm-hmm. No, Please, uh, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, uh, not while okay. dressed as Cinderella. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I was Cinderella. Were, were you walking? Were you? I was outside. Yeah, it was me and my friend Z. Oh, um, but Z was cooler than me, so I had like a couple. I did have my basketball crew of friends, but they all they were also in the cooler group, so they some like they would hang out with them. But I don't know, and I'd fight a lot. A lot of, like, I've had the same personality for a while, so a lot of times my girlfriends would be like, what you said to Allison wasn't right. And I'd be like, fuck off. You know, I yeah, was yeah, yeah. very, um, It's me. hard to imagine you not being popular. No, until I found stand-up, I really did not have a career. I just couldn't figure it out. I tried everything. I switched majors. I tried to be in a sorority. I was, like, playing racquetball. I was in the Jew club. I, uh, like, I tried everything, and I couldn't find my people. And then stand-up were my people, because I had these Nike boots, I remember, and they had little pom-pom. They were just awesome boots, and everyone made fun of me. And then when I started comedy, people all loved my boots, and Uh I was like, this is it. This is my crew. This is who I am. No one was offended. Everyone was, like, drunk and cool. Yeah, it just, like, automatically clicked for me. And I was 21, so I was glad I was young. And that's when everything made sense. Because I always thought something was wrong with me. Because I'd go to nightclubs. My friend, nightclubs were really in Chicago. Mm. And so I'd go to, like, spy bar. I'd go to these, like, 
nightclubs with fake IDs and they're not my scene. I don't know why I did it forever. And I was like, I'm a loser. Why am I not liking this? And then mm-hmm. finally it's like, oh, it's just not for me. And but were you dating? No. That's I I joke how like nothing's worse than wanting to be a whore, but no one wants to fuck. Just being like, I want to be such a slut and it not happen for me. No, I got rejected all the time in high school. I lost my virginity to a stranger at University of Illinois in Champaign on the field, like on grass. I just knew I needed I wanted to fuck like I was just so and no one would fuck me. So I went to visit my friends and I'm like, someone is taking my virginity. This trip. This was senior year of high school. Yeah. And- yeah. And my friends were a year older, so they were in college. And you were just like, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as we started talking at a party, and then my friends were like, don't touch our friend. And I was like, let's just get away. Touch and we, like, touch left. Yeah. 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 Do touch this friend. Do touch this friend. <laughs> and we, like, fucked. And then first year of college, I fucked everyone, and it was all terrible. And then— where, and where was this? Iowa State. I ended up, like, dropping out. I've been to three different colleges. Um, but— I would say it was like for a year and a half and it was co-ed dorms uh-huh. and I just was, I wanted to fuck. And so I would just ride the elevator and find people and have sex with them. But they were, I didn't really know, like it was bad sex. Like one dude would chew tobacco when we fuck, like bad. Cause I didn't know what, I didn't get sex talks. I was just really insecure about stuff. So I just had terrible, weird sex with college kids for a while. Um, and then <laughs> it's so sad. Were, were, was there ever like an emotional connection? Were you looking for one? Yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to just be married and find true love for sure. But then I had a boyfriend and he was a comic and we did it for a little bit. And then last year fell in love with a girl. And now I think I'm pretty gay. And so that's might've been why I also just was not enjoying fucking pretty gay. Meaning like, like I want to be with a girl now for sure. But I can imagine fucking some dudes, but I, yeah, I think I want a wife. Do you identify as bi or you're just not I, getting into it? I am, but I now, because now I joined the apps and there's so many different words and mm-hmm. I kind of relate to all, like I'm Googling them, what they mean. And I'm like, maybe, I don't know. Do what? we have a pansexual guest? On I think so. Yeah. That's what I mean. And there's, and there's some that it's like, there's more words where it's like, uh, you're more gay, but you would be fine with the dude. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, um, hetero-romantic. Hetero yes. But, uh, but, uh, so I think I'm going to fall in love with the person, but I think I'd be bummed if it was a dude. I'd be like, oh, great. Because so, I, I know like some black girls and they're married to white dudes and they're like so disappointed, but they fell in love, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they, yeah, they own it. They're like, this is a nightmare. But... When you, when you fell in love with this girl, was yeah. that a, she looked like person? Nick Carter and Leonardo DiCaprio, my crushes wow. as a teen, but in a girl. And this she, is your first time being attracted to or being aware of being attracted to a girl? Yeah, well, because I hooked up with a girl when I was 21 in Portland or 20. Yeah, because I still have my fake ID and blonde hair. And then I had like one foursome where there was a girl involved too. But then that was it. Yeah. Wow. And no then clue. did you and this girl date that Nick Carter? Yeah, like six months. And then I got dumped. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was depressed for six months and then went to therapy and now I'm like pretty good. And this was how long ago? This was, well, Four it's funny. Ago. No, <laughs> I got dumped like last September. It's been too long. I should stop talking about her. But we met in Melbourne. We met like March, not last March, the March before. Mm. And then we dated till like September. And when it ended, yeah. were you... Uh, still attempting to be friends? Well, we were like, she fucked with me mentally too. Cause she was this whole thing of like, I mean, I have the, I have an email, but it's like, um, 
this is for our future. I still want to be with you. It's just distance is so hard and neither of us are going to move, but I love you. I want to talk to you. And then she'd be like, let's just not talk. And then that night be like, I'm thinking about you. Mm -hmm. So I was really fucked with for a long time where it's like, it's still going to work. Or I would be like, just please leave me. If you're going to dump me, fucking dump me. But because I was so desperate for her that I was still hoping that it would switch or that she would change her mind and then finally we were both going to be free for christmas and i was like well just fly me to london let's hang out and when she said no i'm like then don't ever fucking talk to me again and then she emailed me being like how are you doing and i'm like you're a fucking psychopath like you're using me to make yourself feel better about yourself you're playing these games like leave me alone and then we were both at jfl when i met you this past summer but me and my friend Sabrina do a show called How Many Questions, and we ask as many questions as we can in a minute to a guest and see who wins. Um, and she, did, so my ex did it. Your ex to play the game? Yeah, she's a comic. And so, but we, sh- Sabrina is our mutual best, so we have a mutual best friend. That's how I knew we were going to hang out. So she's from Toronto as, as my, my best friend. And so when I was going to Australia, my friend was like, oh, you're going to hang out with her. And then we fell in love. But, um, so she played the game. So that was really fun. So we're good now. We text once in a while. Okay. It's fine. Oh, this is a happy um, ending. Yeah. We, we have chit-chat. a taste of the kinds of questions you I asked ask. how often she goes on my Instagram, and she uh-huh. said every day. So that was great. Um, and then I asked if uh, she wants to apologize for being mean to me, and she's like, what do you mean? I go, are you kidding me? She goes, do you mean after I dumped you that I wouldn't leave you alone? And I'm like, yeah, that was fucking mean. Um, I don't remember the other ones. I can't wait till it gets released. Um, and then mm-hmm. she asked me. Oh, I asked what's my most annoying feature, and she said that I never want to get out of bed. Um, And then she asked me, do you think we moved too fast? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I I would have married her. Wow. Immediately. But she recently asked me to stop calling her a compulsive liar on podcasts. I truly talk about her all the time. (laughs) I have to stop. I have to meet someone new. But, yeah, we text once in a while, and, you know, yeah. And have you met anyone new since then? No, so after I was so depressed and I wasn't getting it in, I um, I was in Scottsdale and I was like, I'm going to fuck a straight couple because I wasn't sure if I was going to like be into girls or guys. I was like, I don't know what, I, what I'm going to do. So I decided to like fuck a couple. This was first time having sex after? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it would like bring me back because my foursome is one of my favorite sexual memories. So I was like, I seem to have a fun night with freaks and just have a good ass time but I left like crying being like no one will be as good as her because yeah the, it wasn't that good of a three so it happened but- it did and they had uh, neon blue lights surrounding the bed like underneath Ooh. yeah it's like gross I enjoy your tactical sex maneuvers you know what, <laughs> what I mean it seems, I- <laughs> it seems like you like in your mind you like there's a job I want to get done and you set out to do it and you do it yeah that's how I'm on vacation like if I'm on a trip I'm like I need to meet someone tonight but no, I'm talking about this in therapy because I'm very good at setting professional goals and personal goals and, like, working on myself. But when it comes to love, I, like, shut down and I get nervous and I sure. can't go for it. And it's, like, this insecurity I do have. Mm. But I want love. Yeah. Have you been in the opposite position? Have you been the person who who leaves and then stays in contact? No, because I've only been in two relationships and my ex, like – it was awesome because I broke up with him, then did DMT, then went to oh. and did the Glasgow Comedy Festival, which was like a Not huge at the same deal. Time. No, and then I like no right away. So like dumped him a week later, did DMT that week, left to Glasgow, then traveled, went to Amsterdam, to Ireland, had the time of my life, and then flew straight to LA to film my first TV spot on Adam Devine's house party. My first joke was like, I broke up with my boyfriend, like didn't care. And then when I came back, he was already in a new relationship because he joined Match.com, and now he's married to that girl. Huh. Okay. 
Yeah, but he is someone that is a serial man, like because he was dating someone when we liked each other, and I was like, you need to break up with her. So I thought it was this romantic like tale of like he needed to leave her to be with me, and then I learned that he had never been single since high school, and that's what he does. He like gets a girlfriend, finds one before he breaks up, and then so he'd yeah. never been single, and then yeah, you can't really grow as a person. No, you have to be alone. Got to be alone. You have to. Are you guys in love? What's going on with you? We both are. Okay. We're both yeah. booed all the way up. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. 13 years? Wow. And five. Yeah. Yeah, I want it. Um, I don't know what to do. But <laughs> So what was it about this foursome that yeah. stayed with you that you were trying to recreate that? It was just the best. It was like a great sexual experience. And it, maybe it looked like the porn I watched or something, but it was just hot and it lasted forever. And they just had all the toys and all the fun and everyone was just like coming so much. And it was great. And we were on Molly. No, I also met them in the front row of a comedy show. Like I was on stage. Oh, so you're, you were coming at it from a position of power. Yeah. How exciting. So we went out for a drink because I thought the one guy was hot. And then they were like, listen, we're, we have a room at the Doubletree. We have Coke. I don't love Coke, but they're like, we have Coke, Molly, everything you need. And we please join us. And this was two guys and a girl. Yeah. And then they asked you back. Yeah. And are the guys doing anything with you? Sorry to ask. Are they, the guys- we all got massages. Like one dude gave good massages, but they didn't like fuck each other. But mm-hmm. they weren't like, oh, gross, your dick. You know right, what I right, mean? Right. It wasn't like. To, it wasn't like dudes that are like just Eiffel Tower and stand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was guys on Molly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. And then so then we would take break. It would be everyone at once or two and two or like three people. Like, and then at one point we like all sat and chatted or we'd watch TV. So it was like, um, yeah, it was just fun. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah, it was fun. And so that's what I thought this one was going to be. But then instead it was like kind of gross. And I felt like she was actually, well, the grossest part was the next day. Uh, not the next day. I didn't sleep over with the Scottsdale couple. But after we were done, I was waiting for my Uber. Um, he was like to his wife, he went, oh, don't forget to ice your pussy so it doesn't hurt in the morning. Oh. And I was like, that's so gross. That's, He's gross. That is, uh, that is not a thing. A gentleman says, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. No, because that means you're regularly just, like, pounding her for to hurt. Like, it seems so weird. Oh. And I think she was gay. Mm. And everything, he just wanted it, like, we would be doing this, and he'd be like, no, do this now. And it's like, that's not, I don't know, it just wasn't as a team effort thing. Right. But I was desperate for it to be a great time. Sure. Like the mass Singer, it was just a little forced. <laughs> yes, that's exactly Sometimes it. it just doesn't happen naturally. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. But now I'm like, I have all the o- essential oils for love. I'm like put tarot carding. I'm trying to be more open. I'm what? on the apps. I got on Raya. Ooh. What are you, um, can you describe, you, what are you presenting on the apps? What am I seeing if I'm. Do you want to see it? Yeah, I'll just show it. you. I, um, well, one person recently looked at it and he's like, these are so boring. It says nothing about you. It's just like you. And so I did try to recently put some personality in it. Yeah. Because I looked and I was wearing polka dots in three of the pictures. Somebody was here recently and was like afraid to say that she was on Raya. And I was like, is this still a secret? I, I thought it's okay <laughs> no, now, isn't it? It was weird because, yeah, she was like open to admitting that she was on Do you want to look at the apps, hinge or the Raya? Raya. I, I'd love to look at the Raya. Okay. And then my song is Cardi B. Ooh. <laughs> you can have a song? Yeah. The, Raya is a more wild experience. Um, you get like a whole. It's like creating your own MySpace page. So click on it and the music will start. Okay. Gorgeous picture. Thank you. Mindy yeah. Tucker. Is it starting? It's not starting, but. I wonder what to. No, because we need to see it now. I like want some feedback. 
And so on. Oh, there we go. Oh, and we change. Oh, now and then the and then the slideshow starts, yeah. and we see we've got you in an off-shoulder dress drinking a fun cocktail. You in a bathing suit and sunglasses on. You in cute makeup. You in a like a Grecian dress. You holding a pink box or bag. You at the, the sign that says cockpit. You on a boat. <laughs> and then That's your it. main picture is so cute. Thank you. Oh, the one where you said the Grecian. I was um, I was uh, Rosa McGowan from Jawbreaker at prom for Halloween this year. Oh, that's really And it is pretty good. perfect. You get a screen uh, cap from uh, your appearance on uh, The Beat with Ari Melberg. <laughs> I can't. I don't want anyone to. I know that's supposed to be like for artsy, successful people or whatever, but I think it's. I don't like when I see men post photos with their microphones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just don't really want to It do says that. you're a stand-up on yes, the main yeah. page. Yeah. But so you, I guess in on Raya, you don't have to do as much um, like clever bio trying to. No, because it's attached yourself. to your Instagram. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you could just kind of know about people. That's okay. nice because it's it is almost impossible to like try to summarize yourself in writing on a dating app and not sound. like Yeah, and then Hinge, what they do, it's um, it's photo, and then in between every photo, there's a question, and you have to answer, and there's tons of questions to choose from. Ooh, and so I people could will. just like the question too. And so on here, are you matching with guys and girls? No, just girls. It hasn't happened. I did find one chef that I knew, and I was so excited. But well, you know, right across the street at Netflix, there's a gentleman named Will. He's thirty. He's from San Antonio, and his spirit animal is a labradoodle. He's cute. Cute. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. Let's say hello to Will. Close. Oh, that's not he's right for across me. the street. No, <laughs> no. <not for> <laughs> no. Why not? Um, I don't really love men with done eyebrows. Oh. That's like a thing for, I don't uh, like uh-huh. uh, too manicured of eyebrows. Gotcha. Wait, I want to show you this one. This is my hinge one. It's different, but not fully different. There's just one. Sl- same picture. But some are the same, dress. some aren't. But I get more luck on this. Go to karaoke song. I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. Yes. Amen. Yeah. What, what is the animal we have you with here? It's this a donkey. It's a donkey. Okay. There's a burro. Um, here's a bikini top. Uh, after work, you can find me getting stoned watching TV shows. Now, there's an improvement opportunity. Yeah. Uh-huh. You might want to change it to something more active. <laughs> okay. I mean, even if it's a lie. I uh, disagree. Going out to dinner? I, yeah. I mean, if that's I do your like truth, to go to dinner. Tell your truth. Last time I cried, Chef's Table Milk Bar episode about Christina Tassi. I don't know who that is. I didn't she's, see that um, she's Milk Bar. She was, she's a pastry chef. Superstar has worked wow. in like some of the best restaurants in New York for over a decade and then got um, David Chang found her to mm-hmm. do the desserts for Momofuku. Mm-hmm. And then they um, now she has Milk Bar and it's like oh, yeah. there's one in here. And DC, I mean, it's she was it was a very inspiring. And she's not episode. the chef you matched with or wanted no. to match with. What, and she's what happened to with a that? man. No, I didn't match. You just saw her. I on just that. swiped. <laughs> I just don't get love on these. I don't know. The apps have never worked. Unless, well, Tinder's easier. If you're like in the mood to just fuck like a random man that night, it's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. And when's the last time you did that? A long time ago. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, what's the last time you just randomly uh, did it with a lady? Nothing. That it was. It was my ex girlfriend. Then this couple, and I haven't had sex in a year. Wow. Okay. A year. Yes. It's time. I know. Time. I'm. I'm trying to do it. I don't know what to do. I mean, yeah. I'm I, going to the porn awards this next week. Oh wow. I'm hoping to join an orgy. That seems like a good place to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would say your chances there are uh, high. Yeah. So I'm um, excited about that. What's your connection to the porn awards? I'm gonna be uh, doing. I'm gonna be at the Brazzers booth. 
okay. at the expo, doing Man on the Street and interviewing the girls, playing some games with the talent. And then I'll be doing red carpet interviews for the award show. Great. Um, Do you have a favorite asking. porn performer? Nikki Hartz. Nikki Hartz. That yeah. was a very fast answer. Yeah. I, I, we are not familiar with I'm not <laughs> But I have a lot, and it's like I'm always in the mood for a different, I definitely have a top 10, but Nikki is the one I probably like support financially the most. And wow. who who is she? What's her So name? she's um like a uh, like a butchy girl which is pretty rare in the porn world. Yeah. I um, mean she'll do straight porn sometimes. That's not I don't really like watching her get gang banged and stuff, but she has a hot tatted up lesbian wife too and a lot of the movies they make are like in a hotel room or in a bedroom where one of them tapes and the other one fucks and she fucks girls with strap-ons and I've talked to her about yeah, I She's just so good at having sex with people. It's wow. really hot. And because a lot of lesbian scenes, they're not actually gay. Yeah. So they're, but like she's so gay. So there's like some spice to it. And afterwards in the after interviews, the girls are always like, that was the best girl girl I've ever had. Oh my God. Like they're just like so amazed. Or people are like, what's your favorite part of the shoot? And they're like, just fucking Nikki Hearts. Like she's incredible. So yeah, she's just really is a good performer. And, and her wife's she for you, someone that you are, identifying with or um, fantasizing about or both? Fantasizing about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But I also like um, – I like – like kink.com is my favorite website, so I like a lot of the people that do that. But Adriana Chechik, I give her money to every month. Yeah. And she's just wild. And do you know these people in real life? No. I met Adriana twice. She follows me on Twitter, but no, I don't know them. But this – yeah, the porn awards, hopefully I'll meet them. But okay. am I um, – Comedy special that came out in the fall, I do a joke about paying for porn. So a lot of them have been tweeting at me being like, thanks, we love this joke. So that was exciting. And I've done one other show for Brazzers where porn stars were in the audience. So I did like jokes for them and they liked it and stuff, but I didn't get to meet a lot of them after. Mm. But I love a Bella Danger. I like some of the guys too. Okay. Yeah. Who are the guys? Um, I, Xander Corvus, and I'm going to meet him. Um, he's going to be at Brazzers, so I'm excited about that. And then Ro- Roman Namar, he's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And I like Tommy Pistol, but in his Twitter bio it says slash comedian, and so it's been Don't really hard to be into it. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> he has an, he's tatted up, but he has an Aqua Teen Hunger Force tattoo on his side. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Kurt Lockwood? No. <clears throat> okay. Is that a pal? Well, That's he's, he, no, he is someone I know. He was the roommate of a guy I was in improv classes with at IO. And so he would come by the bar sometimes and hang out with us and whatever. And like, and I'd see him at the gym, good looking guy. Um, and then I didn't see him for a few months. And then I saw him again and he's like, I haven't told you what's been going on with my life. He had done, he did sound. Right. And, uh, and he was like, I did sound on an adult film. And the director, like, you know, story as old as time, the director, like, saw saw me and he was like, take off a shirt. Let me see your dick. And then it was like, do, would you ever want to be, would you ever want to do one of these films? And I was like, you know, I kind of needed the money. So I said, yeah. And so that's what I've been doing. I was like, wow. Like, how long ago was this? And he was like, man, nine months. I was like, how many movies have you done? And he was like, like 225? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, like, because like, guys can just do scenes. The girls work that hard, though, too. No, I'm sure. Yeah, they they real because if most of the girls work four times a week and yeah yeah Oof. maybe they'll take some time off or yeah. you know maybe it's once a week but they're they're shooting pretty often yeah I'm would trying you, to think Riley Reed's like the top girl right now she's number one on Pornhub always and she's pretty good okay. would you ever Vicky Chase date one of these girls I would 
Yeah. I wonder what if I would eventually get like crazy. And yeah. I do feel insecure. Like they're probably so more advanced. I've only been with one girl. That's another thing too. It's just like it is intimidating. So there's a sense of like, like I'm like a teen, and all of a sudden I've yeah. only fucked this one person, right. and then that's it, and then I have no other real experience outside of it. Yeah, and you need a uh, a guide, yes. with experience. Yeah, and I know you a know, mentorship program. I know with my ex, it's like a th- like it, I don't know if it bothers her, but it is this thing of like being this gateway lesbian. She is that for a lot of people. She's she turns a lot of straight girls, <laughs> and um, I wonder if that's yeah. It's annoying or not is your, to have to constantly teach people or if that's like kind of a turn on. I don't know. Is your ex kind of like kind of the physical ideal for you? Yeah, but I didn't even you, know it. But yeah, probably. But Nikki like, looks different than her. But yeah, like a boyish girl that dresses like Kristen Stewart. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Short hair. Yeah. But um, I do. I did meet one person on an app and she has long hair. But we're going to go on a date in February when I get back to New York. Nice. So we'll okay, see. Okay, so things are happening. Things I'm are trying. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're seeing a picture of Nikki Hearts, <laughs> and I. It, this is all tracking. I get yeah. it. I get it. She yeah. looks like, what's her face from? Um, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hot. Mm-hmm. Like androgynous hot. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, androgynous, I guess that's what I want. But I do, I'm like doing a joke where it's like the girls I'm into look like they'd be in a boy band, you know? Yeah. It's kind of it. But I know when I first started dating her, a lot of my friends were like, oh, now it's so much more open, like girls, guys. And I'm like, I think it's all gotten very much more specific. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want like a girl that's kind of flat, I don't know, dressed like a boy, wants to wear a strap on. Like, and it's it's gotten very specific versus like <laughs> I used to be like, well, I guess I like dudes with beards. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now it's like, um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I do have a crush on one girl, but I don't think, she, I think we're just friends. Oh, so somebody who's in your life. Yeah. It's like a friend of a friend. I think she's so hot. And I've tried, yeah, like I've, we, we text and stuff, but I don't think anything's going to happen. What and I've you- tried to hang out a few times and it hasn't worked out. And then in front of me to another friend, she was talking about like texting with someone else. I was like, that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. All right. But, but I maybe would. it's because she thinks she went into this thinking it wasn't going to happen. I hope so. I mean, yeah, but she is uh, very similar. Like all my friends are like, oh, you have a type. But yeah, she's hot. Well, hopefully she's listening to this and she knows who she is. And, uh, well, you know what? If she's not, somebody is. Someone will be the guide that you seek. Yeah. Um, my So my therapist is a little witchy. Okay. Um, there's like sprays involved. You Ooh. know, there's, I, I hit things sometimes. Um, you hit things? Yeah. Like she has like the soft box thing and I have to say stuff and hit it. But she gave me a magical spray from Mexico. Um, that I've been into, but yeah, so she's a little witchy and, uh, the last time I saw her, I got to ask a question and we picked a tarot card and then she asked a question. It was like, who is Lisa going to meet this year for love? And so she picked one and it was the consciousness card and she was very into it. The consciousness. And she said, it's going to be someone that is, um, done a lot of work on themselves and is knows who they are and are more like grounded and chill that I'm going to be the like energy. She said light of their life, <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's like cheesy, but I, yeah, that I'm going to be kind of this energetic, um, but it doesn't mean that they're not creative and cool. They're just more calming. And um, she felt a lot of masculine energy. So that's what I heard from my therapist. Because okay. I don't want to be with someone serious. And like my nightmare is to be with someone 
that like will sit in a corner at a party and you have to like convince them to talk to people or that you feel like, oh, I have to go home. They're not having – like that's really a nightmare for me. Right. I don't want that. So when she said serious and grounded and like chiller, it made me a little nervous. But hopefully they can still have fun. And you're not opposed to dating another performer or – No, she said they wouldn't be, but I'm not opposed to it. But she said the person – Spray doesn't <laughs> well, lie. Not. Yeah, the spray doesn't lie. So um, – but it doesn't mean they can't be creative. All right. Because I would like a creative person. Someone at, or, like, passionate about their job at least and understands, like, if you have to miss a birthday or, like, cancel on something to do something for your career, it's okay. And not have someone that's just, like, a teacher. Mm-hmm. Not saying that a teacher won't get it. Yeah. What do your people do? Uh, mine's a composer. Uh, creative. creative. Mine's a writer. Creative. Great. Yeah. yeah, it's more fun. The hours are different. You can sleep in. Mm-hmm. Just, like... No one that wants to follow rules. But I would just hate to be with someone that I would feel embarrassed about at a party that doesn't know how to, like, have a conversation with someone on their own. Okay. All right. I can't see you with that kind of person anymore. Yeah. I wouldn't like that. That's how one of my exes was. Not this chick, but, like, the dude. Yeah. Like, if he had a bad set, our night was over. Hmm. And it sucked. No. Both relationships were with comics. Yes. realizing, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it might be time to... Step outside the. Yeah. Uh, is this ending? I feel. What's the energy? What's happening? Yeah, I think we just did. Yeah. We've done it. I mean, I feel so desperate to end on a call for my romantic <laughs> partner for the year, but. And I don't mind long distance. Hey, the call is out there. The call is yeah. That's what I have to do. Twenty nineteen is just keep putting it out there. Yeah. And uh, what is challenge my comfortableness? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call is out. The bump is coming. <laughs> Keep those DMs open. Yeah, people are going to be in them. Oh, is that what I do? That's what okay. Yeah, I never check them because usually I get so many people writing such mean things to me. Oh no! So <laughs> I don't check any of them. So how should people reach you? No, I'll, I'll look. You'll look once this air. Yeah, I'll yeah. look through the DMs. All right, <laughs> at glitter cheese. This was a goofy one. Yeah, I feel <laughs> ending this. I'm feeling like on a nervous energy. No, uh, I'm feeling a great energy. I like want to throw out another about. pop culture thing I like. Or yeah, something. let's talk about Britney again. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to tell yeah. you a Christina Aguilera story that's I know. Oh, yeah, we so should happy. wrap so, so we're going to wrap it up. Story, it's real good. Lisa Traeger. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yay. Lisa Traeger. Lisa Traeger, Lisa Traeger, Lisa Traeger. Wow. She really, really made me laugh and smile and cry. Uh, check out her stand-up. She's so funny. And uh, we also have some very, very good, good guests coming up. Sam Greisman is next week. Some other great people after that. Uh, I will be back very soon. Dave, I miss you. Dana, where are you? Ryan, Hi. Ben Wise, I miss you too, and you did the music for us, and I love it. It's so weird recording an outro by yourself on your phone. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Blue Chew. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with FDA-approved active ingredients to enhance your performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is not just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants to get extra confidence in bed. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door. 
Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code HOMO. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code HOMO to try it free. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.